Welcome to our daily portion with WIT Ministries. I'm Matt Russell, and I'm the director of WIT Ministries. And at Walking in Truth Ministries, we want to help people to be able to live a more God-centered, God-focused life and uh, in every aspect of their life. So the purpose for this podcast is for us to really strengthen our biblical discipline of reading the Bible. So I'm going to read a scripture every day where I'm going to share a nugget about that scripture. And then I'm going to say a little prayer at the end. And that will be the entirety of our episodes for this podcast. Uh, Please feel free to check us out at walkingintruthministries.org. Or you can also check out our other podcast, which is Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I hope that this podcast blesses you as much as it blesses me. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our daily portion. Jesus and Jiu-Jitsu is a ministry, it's events, and it's a podcast, all focused on building community and fellowship around Jesus and great Jiu-Jitsu. We were birthed from a Walking in Truth event called Pursuit. Four of us left one of these men's pursuits and the Lord all gave us the same download to create Jesus and Jiu-Jitsu. We've started by doing local events in North Texas. We're slowly but surely expanding those events to other markets across the country where we bring in professors and instructors. We learn awesome jujitsu techniques. We hear a testimony about the gospel. We give away free Bibles. We offer prayer and then we train hard. On top of this, we have a podcast that has really taken off that we have a lot of fun with. Look us up on all platforms. We love walking in truth and we appreciate the affiliation with them and the covering that they give us. Thank you to all the leaders at Walking in Truth. Everyone at Jesus and Jiu-Jitsu is truly appreciative. Genesis 10, Descendants of Noah. Now these are the records of the generations of Shem, Ham, and Japheth, the sons of Noah. And sons were born to them after the flood. The sons of Japheth were Gomer and Magog and Medai and Javan and Tubal and Meshech and Tyrus. The sons of Gomer were Ashkenaz and Riftath and Togermah. The sons of Javan were Elisha and Tarshish, Kitim and Dodanim. From these, the coastlands of the nations were separated into their lands, every one according to his language, according to their families, into their nations. The sons of Ham were Cush, and Mizraim, and Put, and Canaan. The sons of Cush were Seba, and Havilah, and Sabta, and Rama, and Sabteca. And the sons of Rama were Sheba, and Dedan. Now Cush became the father of Nimrod. He became a mighty one on the earth. He was a mighty hunter before the Lord. Therefore it is said, like Nimrod, a mighty hunter before the Lord, in the beginning of his kingdom was Babel and Erech and Akkad and Calneh in the land of Shinar. 
From the land, from that land, he went forth into Assyria and built Nineveh and Rehoboth, Ir, and Kalah, and Rezin, between Nineveh and Kalah. That is the great city. Mizraim became the father of Ludim and Nanamim, and Lehabim and Naphtuim, and Pathrusim, and Kaslehim, from which came the Philistines, and Kaphtorim. Canaan became the father of Sidon, his firstborn, and Heth, and the Jebusite, and the Amorite, and the Girgashite, and the Hivite, and the Archite, and the Sinite, and the Arvidite, and the Zemurite, and the Hamathite, and afterward the families of the Canaanite were spread abroad. The territory of the Canaanite extended from Sidon as you go toward Gerar as far as Gaza, as you go toward Sodom and Gomorrah and Adma and Zeboim, as far as Lasha. These are the sons of Ham, according to their families, according to their languages, by their lands, by their nations. Also to Shem, the father of all the children of Eber, and the older brother of Japheth, children were born. The sons of Shem were Elam and Asher and Arpachshad and Lud and Aram. The sons of Aram were Uz and Hul and Gether and Mash. Arpachshad became the father of Shelah and Shelah became the father of Eber. Two sons were born to Eber. The name of one was Peleg, for in his days the earth was divided and his brother's name was Jachthan. Jokhtan became the father of Almodad and Shelef, and Hazarmaveth and Jerah, and Hadaram, and Uzal, and Dikla, and Obal, and Abimiel, and Sheba, and Ophir, and Havilah, and Jobab. All these were the sons of Jokhtan. Now their settlement extended from Mesha as you go towards Sefer the hill country of the east. These are the sons of Shem, according to their families, according to their languages, by their lands, according to their nations. These are the families of the sons of Noah, according to their genealogies, by their nations, and out of these nations, out of these, the nations, were separated on the earth after the flood. I think the scriptures about genealogy and um, whenever it goes through the lines, the family lines, I think that's when a lot of people kind of, they just, their eyes just kind of gloss over and <laughs> they just, they, they just usually turn the page. They don't even finish it. But I think there's, there's a lot of really good information there that, um, especially when you read throughout the entire Bible, they can reference back to some of the people, um, to help you get a better understanding. As an example here, God gave a blessing to Shem and Japheth because they covered their father's nakedness. But he also gave a cursing to Ham because he didn't and he was pointing it out. And he was he was making a mockery of his father and disrespecting him. So um, that lets you you know, into a little thing when you, you can follow through the descendants of each of those three, you can see the blessing. You can see what God had, you know, what he said. Um, and it, it should give you a little more understanding later whenever the uh, Philistines, for example, whenever David has problems with the Philistines and Israel has the Philistines to contest with or contend with, 
all the time, um, then you understand, oh man, they've been, they were kind of cursed back here. So you can see it just kind of follows through. But anyways, another big key to this would be more looking at the end times. God said that he is going to, that every single one of us has a blessing that God has ready to give us. But it's up to us to, to get it. He's got it ready for us, but we're to just to, to do those things to receive the blessings that God has for us. Like as an example, number one thing would be humility. When you humble yourself, you have to humble yourself. Walk around with pride, you're not really going to get it. But God says that as long as you can also follow his uh, ordinances and what he has said about giving, giving the tithe, for example, if you bring the tithe to me, the, the whole tithe to me, he says, just see if I don't just open up a window in heaven that pours out such a blessing that you can't even contain it. But he also says that he's going to, he's going to uh, devour the enemy for you. He's going to get rid of the enemy's attacks on you and make it to where his attacks have no bearing on you. So, not only does he bless everything that you have, but he also keeps the enemy from attacking it, or at least successfully attacking it. Well, if we have as individuals a blessing, sometimes the enemy does get in there and take from us. Sometimes uh, even circumstance can get in there and take from us. So if God has a specific uh, amount of blessing that he's got for each one of us, and if we didn't receive our full blessing, then that blessing is just, it's sitting there waiting to be received. Well, there's redemption for each one of us as individuals, but you know, my, my grandfather had blessings that were probably taken from him or that he didn't actively receive. Well, in the end times, it says that that the blessings, the former and the latter reign in referring to not only the blessings that you have coming to you, but also the blessings of your ancestors that they never received. That all coming to you. So if you understand the blessings that God has, and he's set over generation after generation. It, having that knowledge and understanding would be a key to actually going and achieving and receiving. You need to pursue it. Ask him for it. But it's a promise that he has for us. It's not something he's keeping from us. Just ask him, what do I need to do? Father, at what point? What time? What what actions would you like for me to do to receive not only the blessings for me, but the blessings for all of my ancestors who didn't, who they were robbed. And he says that in the end times, just as in the days of Moses, there will be a transference of wealth. It's going to go from one group to another and it's going from the unrighteous to the righteous it's going from non-believers to those faithful believers but just like in the day of Moses when the final plague and sign from God where he 
the, the firstborn after the Passover when the firstborn Egyptians sons and the firstborn Egyptian animals, male animals, all were wiped away overnight. <laughs> the Egyptians woke up crying out and their response was they gave all of their wealth over to Israel and said, go. That's not a normal response. God ordained that. So the wealthiest nation in the world handed over all of their wealth to their servants and said, leave, go. That's going to happen again. That transference of wealth. And by the way, Egypt has never recovered. That's not a coincidence. So, Father, I just pray that that when we look at scripture and we get to these parts where it's about the descendants and, and all the family, the genealogy, that we could not be lulled to sleep, but that we could be awakened by what it is in there that you have for us. You would not have put that in scripture if it were not for a reason. Father, I pray that we could, that the truth in those scriptures could come to light and that we would have a, a um, new path, a new truth, but a new path to be able to go down so that whatever purpose you have can be done and fulfilled. And Father, I pray um, just for anybody listening that they could really start to pursue you and, and the truth that you have over them and that the blessings that you have for them can be received by them, but also that you can show us how to really open up those past blessings of our ancestors who who were robbed that we could um that through you we can receive those blessings and we can in turn bless the kingdom and i pray for all this in jesus name amen Are you concerned about what the future holds? Are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow? Let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty. This is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries. Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at WinBig Financial Group. We help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement. Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. Thank you for joining us today, and I hope that uh, that blesses you, either as an individual or uh, with you and your other loved ones. Uh, maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to to spend with your family, uh, some time around God's Word, and uh, of course, that is great. I love that, and I'd love to hear how uh, the Daily Portion podcast is blessing you. If you would, just go to our website at walkingintruthministries.org. 
and um, go on there and just drop us a little note about uh, this podcast or one of our other podcasts or even just check out the events that we have available. Uh, But again, thank you very much and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we dig into our daily portion with WIT Ministries. God bless.